Welcome to the I Challenge You podcast. We know that life can be hard, but life is also beautiful. With the right support, tools, and mindset, we can overcome anything. Each episode on this podcast invites you to make a positive change. Are you ready? Hello, welcome or welcome back. It's Ange. I'm glad you're here. Today is going to be a little different on this episode because I'm going to get pretty real and raw with you. Not that I'm not real on other episodes, but I'm actually going to talk about my own life and give you some real life examples when it comes to my journey with anxiety. First, I want to put out a disclaimer, right? I've said this before. I am not a medical professional and I don't claim to be one. I will be talking about some advice that I've been given and things that work for me that have worked for me in the past that have been offered by medical professionals, but I can't give you medical advice. Now, I imagine that if you're listening to this episode that you've experienced some anxiety on some level yourself, or at least you know what it is and you have some kind of interest in it, right? So I just want to talk about the basics of what anxiety is before we get into examples and such. Anxiety is when your brain tells your body that there's something dangerous about to happen. Your brain reacts to stress and pretty much puts your body on alert that there is that danger ahead. Now, I think some anxiety is normal. It's good, you know, but it's when we take it and run with it and it spirals out of control and we lose control with our own lives is when that's really not good and it could turn into an anxiety disorder, which I actually was diagnosed with back in the day. I mean, anxiety can really cripple you. It makes you feel exhausted. You feel hopeless. You feel like you can't breathe. You're nauseous. You are so not even motivated at all. It just takes the life out of you. Truly, it like sucks the living life out of you. And you just don't know what to do and you get tired of it, but you don't know how to fix it. And that's for me when I got to that point, just I really realized that I needed help. I needed help. And so I actually want to talk to you about my journey and when I feel it started. I actually strongly feel that my anxiety started when I was a young girl. Now, I don't know for certain, and I don't know if I'll ever know, and I don't know if I even care to know (laughs) at this point, but I feel like when I was a young girl, I remember times I just felt the anxiety and didn't understand it. You know, I was a little girl and didn't even experience a lot of life, you know, let alone know what anxiety is or what to do about it. But I would cry every single day at school when I was in kindergarten. I anticipated lunchtime because all of the mothers, well, not all of the mothers, but a lot of the mothers of the kids would be there at lunch. And my mom wasn't. And I think I anticipated that and 
just would cry. I didn't know what to do about it. My body was reacting to that stress and I would cry. And there were other moments as a child. I remember just getting really nervous about things and not knowing what to do. And I just cried. And so, you know, again, I don't know if that would technically be anxiety, but to me, knowing what it feels like now and what it was like when I was diagnosed, I would think that maybe it was that. But regardless of that, I do know that when my dad passed away in 2009, I went and got the professional help that I wanted and needed. And that's when I was told that I do have an anxiety disorder. And so I actually want to talk about triggers. Triggers are so important when dealing with your anxiety. Obviously, my dad's passing was a trigger in some sense for me. It was a big life-changing event. And so, sure, it's going to throw me off. So, as you navigate anxiety, if that's what you experience, just know what's actually happening within your life that might be different. See the changes and just know that that's going to play a part in how you deal with your anxiety. So an example would be maybe you've been feeling physically sick and you just need some rest. Maybe you haven't slept in a long time or maybe you're just experiencing something completely new. I mean, pay attention to what's happening in your life and allow that to help you recognize your triggers. That will help you get ahead of the game. That way, if and when you are anxious, you can take that step back and say, okay, this has actually been happening lately and I kind of think I know why. So now that I know why and that it's there, now I know what the next step for me is. And so once you can determine some or all of your triggers, then let's talk about some things you can do at that point when you know you're anxious and you want to do something about it. I wanna go through some exercises that were taught to me by medical professionals in hopes that they might help you. And uh, the first is a breathing exercise that helps calm you down. I don't know how really to explain the ins and outs of it, but I know that it works for me and it has worked for me in the past. So here it goes. When you feel your body getting tense and you're maybe sweating and you can't breathe that well and you're feeling all of the symptoms of anxiety, try just first taking a deep breath in and taking a deep breath out. Work on your breath work. And with this specific exercise, you want to inhale slowly and count for five seconds hold it for five seconds and then exhale slowly for five seconds repeat it again and then after that second time you're going to breathe normal for two times inhale once exhale inhale again exhale and then you want to repeat that I think they said about two minutes from what I remember. So again, it's inhale for five seconds, hold it for five seconds, exhale for five seconds, repeat, and then 
inhale normal, exhale normal, inhale normal, exhale normal, and then start again and do that for a few minutes. It's supposed to do something to your brain. And I honestly, like I said, I can't remember the specifics of it, but it's something that I do remember is that exercise. And I actually still will do it sometimes. And even if I don't want to do that exercise itself, I just become more mindful of my breath work and my body's physical reaction. And another thing that you might want to try is just bringing yourself back to the present moment, meaning look around you, notice colors, touch things, and bring yourself back to this very moment that you're in at that time. That's just also supposed to help basically like ground you again and try to bring you back to reality. Another route for treatment that I've taken is called cognitive behavioral therapy. I don't know if you're familiar with this or not, but it's being very aware of your negative thoughts, catching them, and then turning them into positive ones. And I actually want to read you some examples from my own journal. And I have to tell you, never ever in a million years would I think that I would let anyone in on this journal. Anyone. But I'm at a point in my life, I just don't really see the problem with it. And... I actually look at some of these and laugh now. Like, I feel bad. I feel bad for that woman who was writing all of this in this journal. I feel bad that that's where I was. But I'm not there. And sure, I have my moments. Like, I'm not going to lie. Just even recently, I've been experiencing some anxiety with certain things. But I just am so much more confident in how to deal with them now. So please know that you also can get there too. So I want to start out with examples of just my stream of consciousness. And before we switched gears to turning those into positive thoughts, because the first part of the exercise was to just write down literally everything I was thinking when I was anxious. That way it's out there and I can refer back to my thoughts and acknowledge them and kind of study them. So here's an example. I don't want to go to work. I want to just stay in bed. I don't want to do anything. I'm worried about so-and-so and everyone and I'm overthinking everything. Sometimes I just want to give up. I don't even know what I'm doing right now. My thoughts are consuming me. I just want to go back to being an innocent kid or no, better yet, a college kid even though that's when dad died. I'm even overthinking how I'm writing this because I feel like I'm doing it wrong. Here's another one. I feel so guilty I just killed that bug. It was not humane, I feel, because I should or could have taken it outside, but I just smushed it. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I actually laughed at that one. That is just so... That's sad. That's just sad. Now let's switch gears to when I would write down my stream of consciousness, but then stop and reroute them to those positive thoughts. I feel stupid that I didn't take a photo when we were at the blah, blah, blah. I should have known to. I might not ever go back there to get one. 
here's me rerouting it. It was under construction and you said a prayer. You don't have to take a photo of everything. You got the experience. But I feel like I should have known more about it and just done it. You only feel this strongly about it because someone commented, let it go. So now we're rerouting the negative thought. We're rerouting our mind and telling it something positive to offset it. We're training it to do something different. Here's another. I can't believe I left my clothes in the dryer again. I have been so forgetful lately. I think they should be okay for the most part, but I do think I shrunk the one shirt I just bought. I can't believe I did that. Rerouting? It's okay. I have a lot on my mind. This is not the end of the world. They are clothes. Go to the beach and enjoy your day. Those are just some examples of my own real, actual life thoughts <laughs> from back when that I've learned to deal with much better. And please know that I understand what it's like to have anxiety. But I also know what it's like to look at it in its face and say, no, not today. Again, I'm not a medical professional and I don't claim to be, and you know your body best. But I do know that these coping mechanisms worked and still work for me. I challenge you to try the breathing exercise or journal if you're feeling anxious and seek help if you do need it. Woo! Wow. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Thank you as always. I mean, this was a little different for me. This is real shit. I mean, not that the other episodes aren't real. Everything on this podcast is real, baby. I mean, let's get that out there. <laughs> if you don't know by now. So say it with me. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Sing it. Dance to it. I don't care. Do your thing. <laughs> Thank you so much. And hey, I also want to throw out there that I'm playing around with some polls and questions that I'm going to put on some of these episodes, but I do think you have to click on each one to see them or else you won't even know they're there. So if you want, click on it and participate. And I also appreciate those of you who participated in my Instagram poll for today's topic. That was really fun. I enjoyed it. And I mean, I do have a list of topics that I still want to talk about. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have a lot of things that I want to talk about. Oh, I am not done. But I love the engagement and I want to know what you want to know. So keep it up. So thank you again. Follow me on Instagram. It's arjohnson5678. Have a great blessed day and I will talk to you soon. 